Amen. I want to talk today about being a tree uh, planted by the water. And so I'm going to start off. I want to read Jeremiah 17, verse 7. And it says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. You know, with uh, one of the things that I've noticed in church leadership is a lot of times whenever people are coming or uh, I'm ministering to people or encouraging people, it seems like the same, the same uh, discouragements or, or attacks kind of like happen to a lot of people at the same time. And one of the things that I've learned is as leaders, it's very easy to just begin to try to logically help them whenever what we really need to do is, is look at the situation with the eyes of heaven for every person and see what God sees and what is actually the root of the problem. Because a lot of times the problems that they are facing, it's not actually like the root problem. And if we can instead help them get healthy or figure out what's out of balance or out of sync sometimes, then it gives them the strength and the fortitude to go through, through hard seasons. Uh, last summer, I built a pool for my house. It was kind of a, uh, a, miracle, a miracle pool that I built at my house and uh, that we were believing for is a huge step of faith for us because of interest rates and, and the price of pools. But we wanted to build it for my daughter. We were believing for her healing and asthma. And the doctor said like having her swim year round would be like really good for her lungs. So we took this big step of faith and also trying to build a retreat place where we could go and just minister to people and also just spend time ministering to the Lord. And so we did this huge pull and I didn't realize when I did it, I was going to be you know, cutting off the irrigation to my lawn through like the worst drought we've had in like a very, very long time. So, uh, which by the way, I definitely play the dad games of like, I like having the best yard on my street. You know, I try to have like those really good lines of like my yard is green and then there's their, their yard. And their yard does not look green next to my yard. I like all these games. And uh, and so whenever we bought the house four or five years ago, which was another miracle um, that we actually got in the house and, and God, when we got it, it was more than we could afford, but God used the sale of our previous house with such a miracle price that it paid off all of our debt and all, everything that had been causing us to struggle. So we actually upgraded, but we were in a better position after that. So whenever we did that, I came in, I'm like, hey, I gotta do the dad game. So I started getting like all the fertilizer sticks. I started watering my trees. I was like, I gotta have the biggest trees on my street. And so my trees were planted after other people's trees, but I watered them every single day. And I know this is really nerdy, but just bear with me. I watered them every day. We were doing the fertilizer sticks around the trees. And now if you go to my house, my trees are three times bigger than all the other trees on my street, literally three times. Like I have some big trunks on my trees, okay? And so what happened is though, during this drought, during the drought, it didn't affect my trees at all. Like I couldn't water them all summer, but they still have good leaves. They still survived through all of this. And so as Christians, as leaders, we need to make sure that we are constantly staying in the rivers of the water of God, that we are staying filled up so that whenever we come through these seasons of discouragement or if, if there's attacks on our life, we are so healthy and our foundation is so secure in the word of God, in the presence of God, that it, it doesn't affect us. 
And so we can just stay strong all the way through and be a resource to other people that the fruit of God on our life becomes a blessing to everyone else who is around us. And, uh, and a lot of times whenever I'm, I'm encouraging people, I find that, that that's some of the reasons for, for what they're facing is it's not actually the problem that they think they have, but it's more their personal time or their, their daily time with God. You know, and it's not, it's not enough to just make it like a legalistic rule that we read the Bible every day, or it's like a legalistic thing where we, we get our 20 minutes in prayer. But it's, what's more important is that we touch the Prince of Peace daily. That it's not, ju- it's not enough to just you know, know that his presence is always with us, but we need to be believing and contending for the manifest presence of God touching us daily. That we refuse to leave our secret place until we've had that time of where we encounter his glory. And we find an overwhelming peace and an overwhelming security and strength and joy that we can then go out from that place and do everything that we need to do. And as leaders, especially because all of you are leaders, we need to be able to, to be ready in season when people come to us, that we are already in that place communing with God. Just like Jesus, who was always talking to the Father, always saying what God was saying. So that when people come to us for advice or they need us or they're discouraged, we can say what God is saying and speak life into their situation. And so we have to be like the tree Just like it says in verse eight, it says, it has no worries in a year of drought and it never fails to bear fruit. And so we have to encounter his peace daily because whenever, just like my trees, I'm gonna talk about my my trees again. Whenever trees are healthy, they are very resistant to disease, to anything that attacks them to bugs, like they can catch on fire, like they're gonna be okay. It's very, very hard to kill my trees. And so we want people who are so strong, so healthy that attacks just like fall off. Um, And so I wanna talk about having an overflowing personal life that overflows into into the rest of our life. So whenever we we have this morning time that we start off with and we go, we make it our commitment. We're gonna wake up early. We're gonna touch the Prince of Peace. We're gonna find that source for our daily life. We need to stay there until it begins to overflow into our personal life and our life with our family so that we can become an overflowing source of life and joy and speaking the words of heaven into our family. And then, because what happens is a lot of times we go and, and at least for leaders, it's very easy to get in, in a zone where we are trying to make our life, our work life, like really good, really healthy. We're trying to be good leaders, but we're, we're kind of struggling on the family life. And that, that limits our endurance. So as leaders, whenever we go and we meet with people, we'll, we begin to get impatient uh, or we lose patience with people because it's just, it becomes exhausting that we're trying to encourage them. We feel like they're not really listening to us. But the problem is actually that, that again, we're looking at it with like human eyes, like at a lateral level instead of with the eyes of heaven. And we're not overflowing with the joy and the peace and the wisdom of God. And so, we're trying to minister to them out of human strength and it becomes something that, that taxes us instead of just letting the overflow of God on our life encourage them and, and speak life into them. And so we have to make, start with our personal life and let that overflow into our family, our relational life, our life at home, our life with our friends and let all of that be overflowing with the word of God so that we can encourage people, that we can minister to them. And then out of that, then we, we become 
we begin to be leaders in our, in our circles of influence. And so because every single person, the lowest level of leadership is our title. It is, we shouldn't be leading out of a place of where, okay, well, I'm a pastor now, so I have to pastor people. Every person in this room, you have people who need the word of God inside of you and the spirit of God that's on the inside of you. And the Holy Spirit wants to use you to help other people reach their destiny because your destiny cannot be contained just within you. Your destiny requires helping those around you unlock their destiny. And so whenever we walk in unity, whenever we encourage other people, we let God speak to us and pull other people with us, that it helps propel us forward to do what we, all that we are called to do. And so um, I want to talk for, for one minute just about building, building teams, because I believe that every, every leader, sometimes we, we make it the responsibility of the church leadership and serve teams come to us and like, hey, we need more volunteers. Can we do an announcement from the stage? But announcements from the stage, first of all, they don't really work for volunteers that well. Hey, Christina, if we do an announcement for like volunteers, how, how many volunteers do we usually get from a stage announcement? So what... What percentage of volunteers come from like you reaching out to people on like more of like a one-on-one basis? So 90% of the volunteers that we get come, for, come through us through relationship and through reaching out to people. And so it's not the response, it shouldn't just be the responsibility of like, hey, we need an announcement, we need more volunteers. But it should be actually every person within the team being discipled, being trained, and then beginning to reach out to other people. And so we need to become destiny unlockers for everyone else around us. So Ryan shouldn't be the only person recruiting people for the media team. But the core values of the church should be something that is so instilled in Ryan, which, which they are, that he teaches them every time he encourages the media team. He is training them. He is teaching them the core values. And then they have it on the inside of them. And then when they're talking to other people, they are... are not only teaching and talking, but showing and living the core values of the church so that they begin to help pull other people into the call of God and pull other people into the teams. And so that it just becomes like this tiered thing where like the, the what started with a single person, with Pastor Randy, with, with hearing the voice of the Lord and, and the core values of the church and the ministry begins to overflow into the leader's that begins to overflow in, into those beneath them, that every single person in the church becomes, begins to grab people and say, hey, what are you doing? What are you called to do? What does God have for you? And begins to help pull them into their destiny. And where, where are you serving? Where do you need to be plugged in? Because discipleship comes through, it starts with one-on-one, but a lot of discipleship happens actually through the serve teams themselves. Um, it's not just through like discipleship programs. The most effective discipleship comes through one-on-one and through serving on teams to where people are trained for how to take care of the house. And then once they're trained, then they're able to go out of the house and then serve and lead and love and disciple all those around them. And so it just becomes this tiered over, overflowing thing. And so I don't want to talk about this too long with our intern graduation today, but what I wanna end is by talking about multiplication in the church. Because multiplication in the church comes through family. It happens through family. And so as leaders, we're not just trying to get a whole bunch of children 
and amass like as many children serving under us as we can. What we are actually trying to do is help disciple people and turn people children of God and then grow them into adults and husbands and sorry, fathers and mothers that are then discipling and growing more children. And so we are, we're not trying to just like store people under us, but we are, our, our heart is to disciple and pull people into the fullness of their destiny so that then they can help other people reach their destiny. And so all of you are called to father and to mother. As you're graduating internship, as you are uh, serving as you're part of our staff teams, you are a father and a mother and you need to love and serve and begin, be so in touch with the presence of God, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that whenever you talk to people, you hear what God is saying about them, that you can call out the gifts and the destinies inside of them that they may or may not know that they have yet. And you can begin to pull those out and encourage them. And that you will find your own destiny through that as you encourage and celebrate others and help lift up others. And so I just wanna close with saying, let's, let's all just be more like Jesus. Let's all make it a commitment that we are going to live planted in, in the rivers of water, connected to the Holy Spirit, letting his grace and the word of God wash our minds daily and touching his presence every day, that we will refuse to leave the secret place until we have found him. And that we believe, like it says in Hebrews, that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Amen? Amen. So let's close in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this, for this word, and I, I thank you, Lord, for fresh encounters, for a season of fresh encounters for all of the interns, that I pray that as they leave this place, as they leave the internship, Lord, I pray that they would encounter a new season of intimacy with you on their own, Lord, and that they would find their, their new prayer closet, Lord, that you would begin to minister to them and encourage them, and that they would unlock a new part of their destiny. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for blessing them, for showing them clearly what the next steps are. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. amen.